you are invited to join the Fueled by Faith membership community. Inside this membership, you will have access to a Telegram text thread where you will find other female leaders that are getting filled by the Holy Spirit daily. You will also have access to our monthly virtual Zoom calls that are all about connection as well as getting the word and being connected to the women that are inside the community as well as the Lord and the Holy Spirit inside this membership. There's also a monthly meetup for those of you that are local to Wilmington, North Carolina. But don't let that hold you back if you are not local to Wilmington, North Carolina. We are looking to grow the Fuel by Faith community within the next couple of years. Let me bring you into the global vision that is starting here with this Fuel by Faith community here in Wilmington, North Carolina. For those of you that are looking for community, that are looking for in-person meetups to meet other faith-based and driven women that are leaders inside your community, we are looking to expand in the next couple of years where you can have access to a Fuel by Faith community right in your backyard with ongoing chapters that continue to add and pop up. This is where we are headed in our vision, and we would love nothing more than to hear back from you if you're not local to Wilmington, North Carolina, if you would be interested in having this in your community, where that's located at, and giving you the blueprint of how we can get that started. If you want to join the membership or you're looking for more information on how to bring Fuel by Faith closer to you, just send us an email at info at sheassistyou.com or find us on Facebook inside our community and send us a message at the Fuel by Faith community page. Welcome to the Fuel by Faith podcast. I'm your host, Emily Vermeer. As a wife, mom, and business owner, I found myself stressed, anxious, bitter, and overwhelmed the majority of the time. Constantly taking care of everyone else, getting to my agenda, you know, the basics, food, water, working out, devotion, and quiet time. If I had the time, which either rarely happened or was just a check off the list, it was when I was searching for a community of women that I could invest in and get support from. God spoke through a friend of mine that this is something that I would create. So here we are, the Fuel by Faith podcast, giving female leaders like yourself a fill up so you can be encouraged, equipped, and empowered daily by plugging into the Lord and allowing Him to overflow in your life so then you can overflow into others, ultimately moving the needle forward for the kingdom of God. So sister, let's dive in. Hello, Fueled by Faith sisters, and we are so excited for another episode. I have a beautiful guest with me today, and I'm just so excited for her to share because she's been a huge part of my Fueled by Faith journey recently, and I just can't wait for you guys to get plugged in with her and what she has for you today. So, Andre. McLeod is here with us today, and I met Audrey actually through a networking, a network marketing um, company that I was with. 
Elizabeth a few years ago, and she was a speaker at one of the conferences that I went to, and I actually ran into her in a bathroom. And her energy was just magnetic, and it just attracted me to her. And um, it just she's just a beautiful person to have in your back pocket and to follow on social media just to get doses of her energy is so beautiful. And, um, she is not just in a networking, network marketing business. She does have a beautiful and successful business with that, but she also, um, is a female business coach for female business owners and entrepreneurs. And what I love so much about Audrey and what she does is she specializes in in mindset and business strategy, but she all she does it all from kingdom perspective. And that's what really attracted me with working with her and my husband and I working with both her and her husband. And she's also um, a wife and a mom of almost two kiddos. And she is just a beautiful woman of God. And so Audrey, thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited to have you on the Fuel by Faith podcast. Oh, thank you, Emily. I'm honored to be here. And it's been amazing and an honor to be your coach in this season of your life and to watch your life continue to transform and all that God is doing inside both you and your husband, John. It's an honor and I'm very blessed to be here with you and with your with your um, entire audience today. Yes, we're so excited. So you guys, we're just going to dive right on in. And when we have guests, we want to learn more about them and their Fuel by Faith story. Um, So many people have testimonies, and this is just another way of saying testimony of your Fuel by Faith story. And um, Audrey, I would just love for you to share of either a recent or just a Fuel by Faith story that you have that you think the listeners could benefit from knowing. Yeah, absolutely. So my husband and I and our two-year-old son, Maverick, I am pregnant, 17 weeks. We'll have another baby in May, which is so exciting. We recently moved to Jacksonville Beach, Florida from Tennessee in March of this year. It was a very sudden move. It was a drastic move, and it was one that we knew we needed to take because God was leading us out of Tennessee and into Florida. We did not know where we were going to live. We did not know where we were going to land, but we did know that God said to go. We bought and purchased our first home in 2020 before our son was born. And we had only lived in our home for 18 months. And then in December, at this time, at this very time last year, the Lord started to tell us to get up and go. Mm-hmm. Did not make sense. Thriving business in Tennessee, beautiful community, family to help with Maverick, uh, a gorgeous home did not make sense. But guess what, my friends? God doesn't make sense because God is not analytical. God is a God of understanding and we don't move from a place of making sense. We move from a place of understanding because understanding is spiritual and understanding is being connected to the most high God. And so we said, okay, we don't know what this is going to look like, but we're going to do it. We got our house prepared. We put our house on the market in February, had offers come in and we closed on our house in March. We sold all of our furniture 
We sold everything. We packed up our Denali and we said, we're going south. Where are we going to land? We don't even know. We have a pack and play in, in our trunk. We have, you know, my husband and I in the front seat, Mavericks in the car seat. And we're like, let's go. We took a Florida tour for a whole month. Where does God want us? Where does he want us? We ended up in Jacksonville Beach and through a series of confirmation from things that he had spoken to us about throughout the entire year, we were led to Jacksonville Beach. The theme of this year for my life has been crazy faith, which is amazing that I was asked to be on this podcast called Fueled by Faith because my whole entire phrase and my motto of what I felt like God told me my year was going to encompass and embody was is crazy faith. So we took the leap, the jump through a series of events. God opened up every single door for where we live now in Jacksonville Beach. And over the course of the past eight months, it's been open door after open door after open door of new business endeavors, new connections, new community deepening in our spiritual walk. And through the crazy faith that we had in a, in a way that doesn't make sense to the world, but we knew what God was calling us to. And we moved forward. We moved forward with the knowing we moved forward with the peace of God. And he has proven himself faithful over and over and over and over again. And I can look back at different seasons of my life when the Lord has impressed things upon my heart at times that have been uncertain times that maybe have felt scary. Every time I've taken that leap of faith and have stepped out in crazy faith to what he was calling us to, he always has proven himself exceedingly and abundantly more than what I could have ever asked or prayed for, because that is what the word of God says. And that is what I based my entire life off of. So we've been in Jacksonville Beach, Florida since March of this year, and our entire life has been flipped upside down in the best way, simply through an act of faith and obedience to what God was calling us to. That's so good. I love that so much. John and I can relate, as you know, to that when we felt the call to move here to Wilmington. We didn't know, we didn't know why I had never been to Wilmington in my life, even though I'm from North Carolina. And we were just like, all right, God, let's go. And from that move, we last night we were at church and we were like, we would have never found these people had we not moved here. We would have never had this foundation had we not moved here. And it was just a beautiful reflection of doing that. So thank you for sharing. That's so exciting. I want you to dive in a little bit. And this kind of goes into my first question of when you're going through these fuel by faith stories, it sounds like, yes, God opened the door and we, and it worked out, but we know in these moments of being human and being flesh that there were probably moments of, oh my goodness, like just of so much going on. Um, how did you navigate the, from going into being fueled by faith into trusting the Lord into these moments where probably your mindset could have been like, wait a second, we're moving away from our family. How are we going to do this? And how you get there, how did you shift that into being fueled by faith into that big move into that big pivot? It all comes back down to where does your trust and your hope lie? 
And it all comes back down to, do you believe that the word of God is absolute truth? Because I do. That is what I base my entire life on mm-hmm. is the word of God and it's the scripture and it's the goodness of Jesus and all that he did. And so at the times where my flesh can rise up, which we are called to put our flesh into subjection and to awaken the spirit of the living God inside of us as Christians and as believers, that's what we're called to do. And in those moments, it's having the awareness and the understanding of the reality of God's word today in your life. God says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. When you look back through scripture and you see his promises are yes and amen. And most of the time, the challenges that people face in scripture and the stories of of Moses leading the people out of Egypt and they were walking in the wilderness, they were in the wilderness for 40 years because of their disbelief. Not because of God's promises, not because he wasn't good and he let manna fall from heaven, but because they were in disbelief and they continued to despair and speak negativity out of their mouth, which caused their disbelief, which kept them in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. So I had decisions to make along the way of this journey. Will I despair? Will I allow fear to overtake? Will I allow my words to keep me in a place of fear, captivity, to keep me in a place of stagnancy? Or am I going to choose to trust that the word of God is absolute truth and it's alive and living in my life today? There were moments of of fear. There were moments for sure of, oh my gosh, what is next? We all have those moments. It's not that I don't struggle with those moments. It's that I've chosen to have the awareness that the moment is happening and I can choose to either engage in that moment, recognize a pattern that's building inside of me of fear of flesh and choose to acknowledge it, let it go and stand on the truth that he is good all the time and all the time he is good. There was a moment the night before we closed on our home and I was laying on the floor in our master bedroom and I was crying to my husband what if this wasn't God? Okay. This was flesh, right? But what if this wasn't God? I think it was, but what if it wasn't? And my husband looked me in the eyes and he said, but what if it was? Wouldn't you rather move in crazy radical faith, believing that it was God? What's the worst that's going to happen? We move back. And he was pointing me back to the truth of the word of God, that his promises are yes and amen. I had a decision in that moment whether I was going to choose to believe that God, yes, is good all the time and all the time God is good. And he hasn't brought us this far to only leave us this far. Or was I going to continue to feed the fear? I will always choose to feed the faith. I will always choose to focus on the goodness of God. I will always choose, choose the awareness of what is taking place so that I can overcome it. It's not that I have it all figured out. It's that over the course of my life, I've chosen different steps to continue to remain focused on all that God is doing, Mm -hmm. all that he has done to continue to build my belief in my faith, in the goodness of who he is and his faithfulness. Yes. And amen, sister. So good. So good. So I want to go from that 
I know what we've been working on in, in my journey is creating these new habits because mm-hmm. my what's been creeping up for me has been my flesh, my flesh coming into play over my faith. And when we have talked, you do so eloquently about shifting our habits and that deconditioning that needs to happen from mm-hmm. the years of us living our lives unknowing what has happened, giving grace to ourselves in that time period, but also realizing that we have the power to change that and to change our habits to be serving and to be filling our cups with the word, with faith, with the Lord. And so I would love for you, if you can just kind of chat about how we can, as women and as faith-based women, how we can go from old habits and start mm-hmm. shifting? What are some tangible ways that we can start shifting into new habits and to making those more consistent and For conditioning sure. ourselves that way? You know, the first thing that we need to recognize and understand is that our habits are all a part of our conditioning. Conditioning from childhood, conditioning from motherhood, conditioning from marriage, We've created patterns that become our reality. Most of what we do are subconscious patterns that we don't even recognize that we are doing them. Either it's snapping back at your husband when he looks at you or says something to you in a certain tone of voice or being short with your children or You have a dream and a desire to wake up at 6.30 every morning, but for some reason you just sleep through your alarm clock until seven. These are habits and conditioning from our life that we've chosen to continue to walk out. And they're patterns that we've created. Most of the time, we don't know where they come from, which is why I'm a firm believer in hiring a coach or a mentor to be able to walk you through where the root is of these habits and these patterns. But secondly, we do have a conscious mind where we understand the habits that we're walking through and we we are committed or we want to actually change them. We want to change them, but there's a big difference between wanting to change something and being committed to changing something. So first you need to identify and recognize that your life is created by the choices that you've chosen for yourself and the patterns that are continuing to be recreated over and over and over again. And until you become aware of the negative patterns, you will not be able to change them and to create new habits. It starts with an awareness. So for example, Let's take an example. You sleep through your alarm clock every single day. And for some reason, you just can't get up. Well, there's a reason why you hit snooze three, four, five times. So the way that you can begin to become more aware of your patterns and the habits that you've created is first by being rigorously honest with why you're doing the things that you're doing. We as human beings live in such a state of denial. We do our best to protect ourselves. It's our flesh. It's our ego of trying to keep us comfortable when in all actuality, we're creating more suffering and we're staying in the same place. 
And through the, the key to your freedom is through the honesty that you have for why you do the things that you do or why you think the way that you think. So if you keep pressing snooze, it's being rigorously honest about why you're pressing snooze. Is it because you stay up until one o'clock in the morning watching Netflix and you literally cannot wake up? Is it because you had a parent that you watched hit snooze every single morning of your life and you were conditioned to hit snooze until 7 a.m.? Until you become honest about why you do the things that you do, it's through your honesty that creates an awareness and it's through your awareness that will allow you to create new patterns, which will create new habits. But if you're unwilling to be honest with yourself, you will remain in the same place today, five years from now. Your freedom is on the other side of your honesty. So when you become honest about why it is that you're hitting snooze, then you can go in and you can say, oh, I have this understanding. I can't wake up because I watch Netflix until 1 a.m. I don't wake up because I watched my mother hit snooze five times and then she ended up waking up at seven. And I just adopted that through my conditioning. And that's why I do what I do. Once you have that awareness and once you have that understanding and once you have that honesty, it breaks you wide open to create a brand new reality for yourself. Now, at that point, you can begin to go in and restructure the neurological pathways in your brain to create healthier habits, habits that are moving your life forward, bringing you closer to your dreams, bringing you closer to the goals that you have for yourself. At that point, you now have a blank slate where you can now create a brand new story. Your life, your life is a direct result of the thoughts that you think and the feelings that you have attached to events that have taken place in your life. So when you can change the thought process, you can change the pattern, you can change the habits, which will bring you long lasting results. So now you change the story. The story is, I I don't need Netflix. It's not serving me. So I'm going to go to bed at 10. I have an awareness that I'm going to go to bed at 10. And when my alarm goes off, I'm going to wake up because my life, I, I will serve others and serve God greater by creating this new healthy habit. Or you have the understanding and you say, I understand why I hit snooze five times. Now I'm going to choose that when that comes off, just like when you go to the gym for the first time in five months and you do bicep curls, you're sore. Oh, you're sore for five days. Oh man, that was really uncomfortable. You're building that muscle back up in your arm again. Yep. So when that snooze goes off, you build that muscle and you get up. You're creating a new habit because you have a new understanding. You create a new story that goes along with it. Then the more that you do that, the more that you do that, you begin to create a new pattern and a new habit in your life. What is the story that you have attached to your habit? Change your story, change your life. So good. And I know that that 
that's been something that we've been working on together. That's been so freeing to me that even on our calls, I'll have that aha of, oh, it's actually coming back to me and giving ourselves the permission to take the time to be honest with ourselves instead of filling it. That's what we've talked about instead of filling it with what others may be thinking or even just filler words that are blocking that. Just giving your t- yourself the time and the space to be as honest as you can with yourself and it's okay. There's no judgment there. There's no there's no anything with that rigorous honesty because as long as you're honest with yourself, it's going to free you into the life that you are wanting. And I know right. that that has been a struggle for me of having no commitment to what that rigorous honesty meant of those stories. They, they are just because they are, and I can change that. It is possible, but having to go through that first to get there, to get to that blank slate is so important. I love it. So to just cat to end this all together, I would love it, Audrey, if you could just share with us some tangible ways and maybe tangible ways that you um, fill your cup, right? So as women, as female business owners, as leaders, we tack on so much. There's so many things that go on our plate, which is great because we can do things. We can do hard things. We can do many things. We can do a lot, but we need to make sure that we are filled first, that we are filled in order for us to overflow. So when we are doing all the things, we aren't snapping at our husband, we aren't short with our children, that love is being overpoured. So I'd love for you to share either tangible ways to fill our cups or some things that maybe you do to fill your cup to make sure that you're overflowing. Again, it comes back to an awareness. What are the things that fill you up? Because they're going to be different than the things that fill me up. Yeah. What fills me up is journaling. It's writing out my gratitudes. What fills me up is date night with my husband. What fills me up is time with my son. What fills me up is breathing hope and life into incredible women through my coaching business. What fills me up is spending time with life-giving human beings. So first, I am aware of what fills me up. If you haven't taken the time but to become aware of what fills you up, I would recommend getting a piece of paper out and writing down a list of what fills you up. Maybe it's a target run for you. Maybe it's, uh, you know, watching The Office and laughing. Maybe it's... Uh, sitting on the couch and eating popcorn with your spouse. What fills you up? There's things that uniquely and authentically fill you up. I am very aware of the things that drain me and the things that fill me up. I am a daughter of the most high God first, a wife, a mother, and then a businesswoman in that order. And that order has to remain in the righteous order of God. Otherwise, I will get off track and then there'll be a train crash, right? So every single morning I wake up and before I do anything, I journal, I pray, and I read my Bible and I allow God to fill me up the most. Some days I have 30 minutes. 
Other days I have 10 and some days I have five. It is, I am a wife and a mother before I am anything else. So that is what fills me up first thing in the morning. And that grounds me in the morning. That is what grounds me. I exercise every day to allow the oxygen flow into my brain and allow blood flow throughout my body. I'm 17 weeks pregnant, so my exercise looks a little different than it did when I wasn't pregnant. That is essential for your well-being. If you are a full-time mom, put your kids in the stroller, go to the park and exercise. Allow that to be something that becomes a habit for you on a daily basis. I schedule out a date night with my husband at least once a week to ensure that we are connecting outside of our home, outside of our child, where it's him and me first and foremost. These are things that I do to fill up my cup because if I'm not aware of it. And if I don't make a habit of it, then I'll go, go, go. And then I'll lack. And then I'll go, go, go. And I'll get dry. And then I'll be on this roller coaster of up and down and up and down and up and down versus a steady trajectory of growth. Every single morning is it's, it is essential imperative. And it is a non-negotiable standard that I have to journal and to focus on all that God has given me. I write out and I thank him for everything that's taking place in my life. And I invite him into my life. I tap my stomach and I say, awaken spirit. Like it's time for you to wake up. We're going to do amazing things together today. And I partner with the Lord in all that I do. I partner with him because without him, I'm only functioning from a human standpoint. But with him, you can exceed and excel into the supernatural limits, the limitless limits of God. Mm -hmm. And so as far as filling your cup goes, what does it look like for you? Again, you are made up and your life is made up of stories. If you are a full-time mom, it is only a story in your mind that you do not have time for yourself. And whatever you're feeding your mind becomes your reality. There is always a solution to every problem. There is always time to be made. What are the stories and the limiting beliefs that you put in your mind? Identify those. Identify what those are. Let them go and create an empowering story that will allow you to have the time throughout the day to fill yourself up so you are the best wife, the best mother. You're your best, not the best. I re I retract that and I say your best wife, your best mother, because I'm not here to be the best. I'm not here to be in competition or comparison with anyone. I'm here to be my best, Audrey's best, which is different than Emily's best, which is different than your best. But every single day you have a choice if you're going to focus on what is filling you up or if you're going to focus on what's not, that choice is yours. Mm-hmm. And whatever you focus on expands in your life. So just remember that. 
Beautiful. So I want you to, the last couple minutes, I would love for you to just share about your business, how people can get plugged into you, where they can find you, um, and all the things, Audrey McLeod. <laughs> sure. So I am on Instagram, um, Audrey Faye on Instagram. I do spell my name a little differently. So it's A-U-D-R-Y-E-F-A-Y-E. You can find me on there. I'd love to get connected with you. I have a couple different businesses. Um, I have a network marketing business and I have a coaching business where I coach female entrepreneurs and business owners in their mental mental state, their limiting beliefs, what it is that's fueling them, identifying subconscious patterns and helping them create new ones so that they're walking in their highest identity that God's called them to walk into. Coupled with that, I provide business strategy where I assist women in becoming an expert in sales, closing, attraction marketing, social media, organization. I break down their business model and I assist them in helping them create a well-oiled machine in their business. Whatever problems they have, they bring to me and I assist them in clarity and in knowledge. I have been a entrepreneur for 10 years and have had amazing success. And so God called me to start working with women one-on-one through my coaching business. Everything that I do is always coupled with kingdom principles. I am a believer first and foremost. I believe that as human beings, God has created us in in multifaceted, absolutely amazing ways. And you can go so far as a human being when you do not partner with God. But when you do partner with God, you can go to limit the, the limitless limits that he has for you. Your entire life in business can go to levels that you never could have dreamed of or prayed for before. And so... I have been assisting women in this for 10 years. It's a passion of mine. It is a calling of mine. And it is something that I'm continuing and will continue to put my hand to for the rest of my life because I'm committed to expanding the kingdom of heaven. And I believe that as believers, we are called to be the wealthiest, most abundant people on earth to further the kingdom of heaven. Amen to that, sister. Yes, that's what we're all about here in Fuel by Faith and just equipping you ladies with more knowledge, more resources, more community, more connection, so you can go and further that needle of the kingdom as well. So, Andre, thank you so much for being on today and just dropping all your golden nuggets. It was so beautiful. I'm so excited for everyone to hear everything that you have. And I just thank you for being my coach and my mentor and just guiding me. I just, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for having me. It's it's an honor to be your coach. And it has been one of the highlights of my year watching your transformation unfold to you really stepping into all that God has for you. So thank you so much for having me. And I pray that everyone has the most incredible day. Thanks, you guys, for catching this episode. We'll see you the next one. Um, go and be encouraged. Bye.